Welcome back to Roma's home. We're really happy to finally be back. Yeah, and we are recording from our Montreal office. Montreal studio. Montreal studio. So people might not be aware, but we have two studios. One in Montreal, one in Toronto. Although we moved recently to the country. So yeah, our operation is slowly getting bigger and bigger. That's right. They're the big two locations. S- well, and we'll be three. I think that's sort of the big <laughs> news. We will have a location in rome where we'll be recording so that's right there we go i don't know if we can say that about their podcast man i don't know we're pretty uh we're, we're expanding way too fast <laughs> it's uh, true this is awesome it's a good problem to have yeah exactly so now we're in uh beautiful il peru quebec which is just a little suburbs of montreal where my parents live and uh, i've been here for the last two weeks with the girls while joe was back home working and uh, he met us Last weekend, because it was my cousin's wedding, one of my um, cousins on my father's side. And, oh, my goodness, what a beautiful wedding it was. Yeah, you guys, I think you're all dying with joy. Like, I think it was exactly, <laughs> I think I think the key thing, well, it, I think it just touched on many aspects of, of, like, the human experience. There was, like, nostalgia. It was, like, songs everyone knew. Um, what was it? And everyone was singing along, and you all love singing. So it's kind of it. it all just, of these layers just together accumulate into this this fun, and then just yeah, you you guys love yeah spontaneous sing along. I you cannot make me happier than when there's spontaneous sing alongs uh, during the the dinner. Uh, there was some music playing, and it was some really good music, like French. Quebecer classics. One of them was Les Champs Elysees. Everybody knows the Champs Elysees. Oh, Champs Elysees, right? Oh, so this song started. Everybody just broke out in songs, and then another Quebecer song. Everybody was singing. Oh, my heart was bursting. It was so amazing and beautiful. I love when people just come together like that, out of nowhere, not planned. They just come together, and we're all as one. I don't know. I I love it. I don't know why. But no, the wedding, the beautiful. The location was beautiful as well. It was by the St. Lawrence River, close to Quebec City. And uh, just the drive, the drive by the, wa- by the water, crossing yeah. little Quebec villages. Each one with its own cathedral with a population <laughs> of, what, a hundred in these little cities? I mean, probably a thousand or so, but still nothing. And they have their own cathedral. It's not, it's not, it's not a cathedral. It's a little village church. But I guess for us it, Quebecers, we're yeah. used to it. Every a, village it, has a beautiful church. It's a cathedral by Ontario standards. <laughs> You know, in Ontario, we don't, I don't know, it's some, they look more like prisons or community centers. I'm not sure if people have some of those, but in Quebec, yeah, that's uh, that's a novelty that's, you know, that's unique to them, in you, Canada at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and every village has a, a name of a saint, so Saint Mary of blah, 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 and Saint Louis of blah, 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 so beautiful. I, and of course, it it's really sad that Quebec lost that aspect a little bit, but like I always tell Joe, we're... You know, our, our patron saint is St. John the Baptist. He was the precursor of Christ. And Quebec has been the precursor of a lot of bad things within Canada. But I have a feeling that it'll be the precursor of renewal or whatever you want to call it. And this like new way, new breath of faith in, in the country. Maybe. Maybe. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I think that's what every Quebecer says, though. Yeah, but who knows? But for now, I don't know. I have a good feeling. This is your feeling. Okay, that that is my feeling. Of course, no basis on, but true. So beautiful wedding, amazing. Girls were somewhat stable. I mean, based on our last experience at the other wedding, we just decided not to stress about things. If they they didn't want to sleep, then that's it. So they just. Wandered around. Teresa was dancing. She had a lot of fun. Monica was okay. Monica was okay. Yeah. Eventually, my mother took her away and she uh, put her to sleep. So that was awesome as well. That helps us a lot. Yeah. Just kind of get through the night. But That's no, good. it was good. I think it was nice and nice and quick. Done at twelve. You know, can't complain. Sort of a last little. Well, this will be kind of like our last big party, probably till our departure party. So most likely. So we'll talk about later in the second half. We're kind of doing a sort of little mini Lent retreat uh, before we head out. So we'll touch more on that later. But how was your, I mean, so you were here for two weeks. How'd that go? Yeah, that was good. Very relaxing. Um, The first week, my sister from Edmonton was here and uh, she's our most, most faithful listener. So hi, sister. We love you. Number one fan. Number one fan. Um, she was visiting and, and she looks so beautiful. She has this huge belly because she's pregnant, of course. And uh, her little girl is expected in the middle of August. So I don't think I'll get to see her because she'll deliver in Edmonton. Until they visit. They visit. Yeah, exactly. So, her yeah. husband keeps on saying that Italy is his favorite place on earth. So I'm, I'm, I am counting on it. Like he has to come and visit us. There you go. So yeah, it was really nice to see my sister, and she really made big efforts to to stay with the family a bit, a lot more because my sister is the, the perfect sanguine. She's beautiful. She's popular. Everybody loves her. So of course, whenever she comes back home, she has engagements left and right. She's everywhere, and we don't really get to see her. And and um, this time, she really made sure to spend time with us. So that was awesome. A really good week. And then after it was you know, relaxing, hanging out with the family here. Younger siblings are home from school during the summer. So, no, really fun. Heat wave too, right? Yeah, there was a heat wave. Yeah. Toasty. It was really hot and we don't have AC here. So, thank God my parents have a pool. Really refreshing. Yeah, because maybe folks that maybe aren't aware, but in Montreal, like, I guess what, you guys, your summers are not generally super hot, but your evenings are always cool. Always. So, people... In mornings. People Mornings are cold. That's not a thing. Although, I, I think your, I guess my brother-in-law, I guess last year they had to eventually look into getting AC because it was too intense. If I were like last year, they had it. so yes. that's. I'm not sure if it's getting more intense. It sounds like we're having freak weather. But anyways, yeah. yeah. I don't remember that from my childhood. I remember from my childhood, summers are very comfortable. They're like maybe 25, 30 degrees Celsius, yeah. and then you get the random heat wave where it's maybe a. 40 during one week and then it's it's gone but it's it lasted quite a quite a while this this summer two weeks and counting like 35 plus temperature every every day so but mornings are really cold though mornings are chilly yeah you wake up and it's 15 17 so at least it cools it it cools down yeah i was looking um down memory lane at the weather in houston my gosh (laughs) kind of like their nightly lows are you like your highs here yes and i think well, I think we they're always, they're in this, they're, you know, they're in called super summer, as we called it. I'm not sure if anyone else calls it that. But yeah, it's like 46 with humidity. I think one day they were expecting 100 mils of rain. It's just absolute chaos, just the extreme. Yes. And Rome and Santa Marinella are sort of in between. Santa Marinella seems actually 
excellent weather. Like I'm excited for、know. it, but I guess we'll have to see when we get there. People say it's hot, so maybe it's a weird case of it looks good on paper, but it's actually really hot there. We will see. <laughs> we'll see, but yeah, no, there was a there was a freak storm here while you were here I, on Thursday. Yeah, you、oh, got yeah. here on Thursday, and there was a freak storm, and it didn't last very long. It lasted maybe ten minutes, but it was exactly like the storms we get in Houston. So I was really scared, and then we went outside, and my neighbors. Just my my parents' neighbor,、uh, just a few houses down. Right,、yeah. their their tree was struck by lightning. Yeah, it was just charred on the ground. Yeah, half of the tree split, and honestly, I didn't hear. No, there was lots of like there was lots of lightning and thunder, but I didn't hear one that sounded quite that close. But yeah, there it was. So pretty terrifying, and like wind and crazy gusts and a lot of rain. I don't know. It, it reminded me of Houston, and I was glad I. Don't live there anymore just for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Houston was that was a those storms were pretty intense and somewhat regular. I don't know. I guess it's just it's just so hot and humid that you just get. It's kind of cool because remember there was a few nights when we were walking around our little gated pond and you could kind of see the thunder kind of brewing in the background. It was just kind of crazy. Yeah, and、clouds. we'd get we'd get nonstop lightning just from the the、mm. sheer heat. It was beautiful. It was yeah, it was terrifying, interesting, but terrifying at times. Yeah. I remember once that just look at the palm trees and on the property, and they're like basically horizontal. Yeah, and every time there was a thunderstorm, you'd get flood warnings, tornado warnings, and one night there was a tornado warning, and I was looking out through the window. I closed the blinds because I was so scared, but I couldn't help but look. Of course, of course. So I I opened the blinds a little bit and I look, and I just see the wind and the rain and the trees just like twirling as if a tornado was forming. And I got so scared. I'm like, Joe, I don't know what you want to do, but I'm going into the walk-in closet with Bailey, our dog at the time. So I was just standing in the walk-in closet with Bailey, all scared. You th- didn't even come. I think I was sleeping. I. I don't know. For me, <laughs> I love thunderstorms. I love the rain. Again, I'm one of those people that think it's calming. I'm not spooked by it. You are spooked by it. I used to love it until you. Until I moved to Houston, and then it broke me. It yeah. broke me. It's just so terrifying. One day, lightning struck. It must have been exactly where we live, the house. I don't know, but the lightning and the thunder. Came down at exactly the same time. Houston. In Houston, you weren't there. I don't know、oh. where you were.、Oh, I think I think、was、it's I when you、trip? went to San Antonio with your brothers. Oh okay. Oh, that was a horrible day.、And、that was a horrible, horrible. You can talk about your experience, but my experience was I was home alone. Yeah. And I think I was pregnant. Yes, I was pregnant. I was、yes. home alone, pregnant, and then there was this crazy thunderstorm, <laughs> and then this lightning that strikes. Must have been meters from where I lived because the thunder came at exactly the same time and. The whole house shook, and the sound made me scream. It was so scary, guys.、Yeah. And、um, so while you were inside, yeah, I guess being terrified by lightning, I was basically driving through the storm, and it was honestly it was equivalent to driving through like I was in a lake. I was basically fully submerged in water, terrifying. I was hydroplaning. I was going fast though for some reason. I felt kind of confident, and、uh, you mean felt. Cocky. Yeah, <laughs> confidence sounds less sinful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. But、uh, yeah, sugarcoated. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the most intense drive in the rain I've ever had. But once we kind of passed that threshold onward to San Antonio, it was great. So, yeah, we don't. I have no idea what to expect in Italy. What do they have? Who knows? I don't know. I guess we'll have to tell you guys we'll once diff- we get there. Different problems. Speaking of which, let's recap. Because our last episode, we kind of had a cliffhanger, like hoping for. <laughs> That's <home> . right. <laughs> People don't know. You know, our dedicated fans want to know what the heck happened. So, bottom line is,、uh, it was it was pretty interesting. So we like our our friends in in、uh, Santa Maranella, 
they went to check out a place for us. And I think maybe Jimmy have mentioned that they went to yes. go check it out. They saw it. They loved it. We saw it. We loved it. I mean, we saw the pictures that they took. Right, right. So at that point, uh, Viva basically got in touch. We had a call with the uh, the landlord. Yeah, he wanted to meet us face to face, which it sounds like a very Italian thing. I think they don't like to just write. They like to speak face to face. So yeah. we had a video chat. And guys, I was so worried about it. I I didn't think my Italian level would be good enough. It was perfect. And I've even had little notes on the side. And I barely had to use the notes because my Italian... It's really my good. My basic no? Italian is actually pretty good. I yeah. mean, I don't know vocabulary, but I know enough to, just to go around and make make sense. Yeah, no, was, I was very impressed. You were talking the whole time. You weren't, like, flustered. You were probably stressed, but you still did it. That was awesome. Yeah, but I guess, I, okay, I was flustered because... Basically, the conversation started by the owner saying he needed uh, to see a job contract. And we're like, oh, um, yeah, we're, Joe's going to be studying. And I'm a freelance translator, so I, I don't have a contract. Like, I don't know how much money I'll make. But I said, we have money in the bank. Like, we could show you, like, we could show you statements. We could give you, like, a larger, a deposit. larger deposit. We can pay, like, months in advance. Like, it, that's not a problem at all. And he was very adamant about this job contract, and he wasn't—he wasn't gonna change his mind right on the call. So we just called it quits, and then I—I wrote him wrote him an email saying, you know, we could even put money in an account. There's a name for it, I forgot it, but an account that he would see, so he would see that the money's there and everything. And uh, and I said, but you know what? It's it's your apartment. You decide. I totally understand if you'd yeah. rather not move yeah. uh, with it. And. Um, and uh, he said, "All right, yeah, we we'll chat later in September and or yeah. August or September." So I'm I'm assuming he wants to see if he can find someone else for the apartment, and then maybe if he if he doesn't find anybody, then he might come back crawling to us. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But at a certain point too, I mean, it, there were some nuances. Like it was two floors. Um, it was on the second floor with no stair uh, elevator. And second floor means you know there's the. Zero. Ground floor, then first, first and second, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it'd be quite a bit of a climb. So, I was, you know, but overall, it looked great. It was in a great central location to sort of where all the other families are. So, we were very and excited. And our friends loved it. And they sent pictures of the, the balcony view. The price was great, too. I might even I might even post the pictures on the Facebook page. Um, the pictures of, of the view of the balcony that would have been our apartment. Oh, my goodness, guys. It's just so beautiful. But, you know... God knows best. It may not be in the... Yeah, I, I think we are just trying to have a place ready to go. Like, the yes. idea of just coming September right into a place that will be ours after, like, the horrendous, like, pre- preparation a few days before packing, flying with the kids. It's like, that sounds so satisfying. But, no, it doesn't seem like that right now. Right. So, I think it's fine. I mean, we have the Airbnb booked. I mean, we're we're ready to go. We'll see. So. We'll see from there. That was the plan all along. So, we'll just stick to it. And one quick little update. Um... We, we always talk about Monica's sleep or health status. And uh, this time, again, we had to see the doctor with Monica because she developed a weird rash on her wrist. Yeah. And it was in the, the shape of a bullseye. And days before, I, I heard my parents talking about the bullseye rash that, that is really typical for t- Lyme disease. Yeah. And I, I was racking my brain like I don't remember seeing a tick on her. I would have seen a tick on her wrist, right? And yeah. but every time I looked online, it said that that type of rash was a Lyme disease rash. So of course we were terrified. I called the health line. They said, "Oh, maybe just like wait and see, but maybe go see a pharmacist." So we went to see a pharmacist, and she's like, "Yeah, I, could be it. It could be it. And if and if that's it, then it needs to be treated ASAP." So 
yeah. better be safe than sorry and just go see a doctor. But it's kind of complicated because of our Ontario-Quebec situation. So just to make it easier, we went this morning, we went an hour away into Ontario to go see a doctor. And he looked at it one second. He's like, yeah, that's, that's a mosquito bite. I'm like, well, what about the rash? Like, yeah, no, that's just inflammation. That's that's a mosquito bite. It better be. But yeah, and but and the thing is, yeah, by the time we got there, the... The rash was already starting to fade a little bit, so it's like, eh. but anyways, like any, I'm sure parents out there, like you still want to confirm, right? right. It's you were probably weren't sleeping that well, just and you were probably you know terrified <sighs> of what would be, and uh, yeah, it was fine, but still, it's like again, Monica's on a streak here. Yes, <laughs> every time she visits your parents, I don't know what it is. <laughs> She's always sick. She's three for three. The first she time it was... She always leaves needing antibiotics. The so. first time it was a bronchiolitis. She was wheezing. The second time it was an ear infection. And then, yeah, this this weird, weird rash. But this time, no antibiotics necessary. No, it's good. Monica's healthy. Teresa's healthy. We're healthy. Now listen to the melody. Maybe it come from me. I think it's plain to see. Some people say that the So in preparation for Rome, I mean, there's all the administrative stuff that needs to be done. You have to obtain all the tax forms. You have to find all these, get your health insurance and all these things, blah, 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 blah. Um, one thing we wanted to try, and I was very adamant about focusing on this, is not only prepare sort of administratively and all these things, make sure this is in order, but in order that we go into this with sort of the, you know, first, you know, the, our, our foot straight in the door, kind of, you know, rushing in headlong, doing well, really focusing on sort of a spiritual component to this. So one of the things, and we kind of talked briefly just in the, just the last segment here, was the idea of... Um, a spiritual preparation. We've kind of, this is sort of our mini desert before we enter into Rome. The way it came about was actually interesting. Um, One of your friend was doing Exodus 90. You want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, very briefly. So Exodus 90, this is, and maybe some folks are aware of it. It's, it's a very intense 90 day spiritual boot camp. Like, and it's, it's really intense. You could take a look. There's a website associated with it. It's, it's, it's sort of like a paid program that you do for a group of guys who are very committed to, you know, doing the same thing as you got to do cold showers. There's like no booze. The the food is very restrictive. So it's a very good kind of uh, mortification of the appetites and everything. You do that for 90 days. You do sort of a reflection on Exodus and, and all that stuff. There's more details, but yeah, so he's doing that in the beginning of the year. I was sort of inspired by. It. I was thinking of doing it myself too, but right. You at were, the- but you, you were, and but the timing wasn't working because we were moving. You were away. You need to be present for some meetings, and it was it was a bit complicated. And then that day we prayed the rosary, and it was the luminous mystery. Yeah. And I was meditating on the baptism of the Lord, and I was reading a little booklet that has little meditations for each. Um, Hail Mary. And one of them was said, and after he was baptized, he went to the desert for 40 days before his ministry started. Yeah. And that inspired me. And I, after the, the rosary, I, I, we chatted about this and I'm like, you know what? Maybe this, maybe this shouldn't be this Exodus 90, but it should be a 40 day kind of desert that we do before we go, before yeah. we start our Rome ministry, whatever that will be. We don't know yet, but. Yeah. No, I think it was, yeah, that, that was a very good aha moment, right? I think it's, you can kind of go to these things without kind of the right preparation. This, and we don't want this to seem like this is just some, 
uh, vacation. This is some kind of crazy cool little experience that we're going to have. It's there is some there's some mystery to it all. And at the same point, too, okay, well, if we're going to do this, let's do it right. And why not in a better way than imitating our Lord, right? Because I, I love that passage, right? Instantly when he was baptized, Spirit sent him out to the desert where he was fasted. He got tempted by the devil. And in the end, after all that, that's when he begins his work. Right. I don't know. I found that very inspiring. So I think we both, I think that both clicked. The yes. issue was timing. So yeah, the timing in the end of January onward didn't work for us. I was moving. We moved like twice. I think yes. we would have. I think we would have died. Um, and but, Monica was was not as stable, of course. Now that she's older, it's a bit better. Yeah. So it's yeah. So basically, we've commit. Uh, what we started today. Yeah, yes, I guess today, today we started. I also had to fast today, anyways, because tomorrow is the feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. As a Carmelite, I have to prepare for that by fasting today. So the timing of this will. Uh, make us finish. Uh, I'm thinking August 30th, which is a Friday. Mm-hmm. So, which is which is kind of ideal. That's basically two days before, or two three days before we take off. Yes, which kind of works. So we'll kind of you know have a little small celebration with the family. But I thought that was just very appropriate for getting us ready. Like this isn't, mm-hmm. you know, this is. It's hard enough to explain to people what we're trying to do. Like it already sounds kind of, you know why are you doing this this sounds very weird you have a you had a good paying job and all this but really i think there's you know i i think we're we're really taking it seriously there is something moving within us moving within me and we just want to do it right i think i think we're just we're just kind of taking these steps taking these strides and yeah so maybe i mean we'll chat very briefly about what this entails because this isn't going to be i guess it's sort of like a mini lent in a sense you know so we're we're basically just taking away some stuff, taking in some stuff. Taking in some challenges and just really, and again, for each and every one of us, there's something where... It's going to be different. It's going to be different, right? And I mean, I think it's going to be just really kind of keeping an eye on the food, um, inter- you know, no music or stuff for even for me. I love music. People aren't aware. I, I just love listening to music all the time. Stuff like that. Just really kind of cutting it out. For you, it might be a little bit simpler. What? Not simpler per se. It's going to be catered to you. Right. Because That's the point. It's not simpler. Joel has a really, really amazing strong you know will and willpower willpower sure yeah you you do and and that is one of your strength strengths with which has been awesome to to help me out but i really struggle with this i i know know. it it must be my temperament as well but just taking away food one lent one lent we just went crazy and we took away a million things and i was depressed like it was too much and it was not conducive to anything yeah so i know for myself i have to take baby steps so i think what i'm planning to do right now is just to start like a, a decent amount and then if i feel that it's 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 okay. It's good. I'm not. It's not too hard. Then maybe I'll take on some more things. But I'll start off like you said. So no junk food. It's been a really bad two years with our three. I think years so. We've been we've, kids. we've been lear- we've been yearning for this. Right. And I think the kids, the kids, the kid aspect of life has made it a little bit challenging. I think we've made more concessions. I mean, we're we're not obese or anything, but at the same time too, we've just kind of lost some of our good habits right. that we had before. We were really good in Houston, and we've been really missing that lately. Yeah. So just going, yeah, going back to eating just three square meals, um, healthy snacks, healthy snacks, in and between then yeah, only. if I'm hungry, only healthy snacks. So only you know fruits, veggies, yeah, the, just, and seeds. I don't know, like so it, it's not we're not reducing really the amount of food, but just kind of really, again, the idea is not coming into Rome with these these unhealthy attachments, right? Like I I feel in a sense my myself being called to 
really kind of be only attached to Christ in this endeavor and to really make that hard effort, you know, even in even small things like not drinking. I think that's one thing that I'm going to actually be very tough on myself to for for sure during this 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 sort of mini lent that we're doing, but also onward, you know, I take that passage very seriously and um, uh, losing my scripture here, Matthew seven, I don't know, um, where you can't have two masters, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's very that's a very serious thing for that's not something just for a clergy to think about that's something for us to think about too. Right. Is there anything really kind of in our way that's preventing us from really taking the faith to the fullest extreme within our own life, our own state of life, our own vocation? Right. And I think that's something that I've just been feeling more and more called to. It's and, not to say that you won't drink at all. No, no, but it, but even but then, it's, it's just. Yeah. I, I think for me, I like it might be right now. It might be just say maximum one drink a day. That could be a glass of wine, right? A beer. Not that I'm going to be drinking that every day, but just that is what it is, right? You know, and I guess I speak for myself too. It's like there's there's it's happened maybe like a handful of times where maybe I had a few more than I wanted to, and then for, as a result, I don't end up praying. And that's not who I want to be. That's not who I want to be when I go there. And like, I don't and like I, it anyway. There's just something that triggers you. Never it to like me. you. Never liked it. Anyways. I get so mad at you, and I get unreasonably mad. You, I guess I, we call it. We call it. She gets pre mad. I get pre mad. So it's having pre arguments. <laughs> yes. It's like I know uh, he's drinking, and I get pre mad because I know he's drinking too much, but not too much. But you, I guess you think I am, or you're worried right, that I am. Right, but, right, which is which is my own problem. But I, there's just something about over drinking that I really don't no, care for. So it no, it's good. I I like that. And same, yeah. So that I mean, goal. it kind of it is, yeah. So I think it's for us. It's going to be, you know, I I think in the end of the day. You know, the idea of going to Rome and doing all this, I have no interest in kind of going there and just learning things, but being the same person or worse than I was before. Right. To me, that is that is absolutely useless. I It's not a strategy that I'm thinking will work for me. Like the idea is no. And this has been kind of big for, for me too, really, is this idea of actually being good, living good, you know, living like Christ calls us to live. And I think this this Roman experience, this and I love these clean slates. This is now an opportunity to really go in there well prepared and you know, keep that going for the I feel like we need to live like this anyways. No one knows us. So the way we start off things, that's the way that people will know us. Yeah, there. I mean you that's and I it sounds silly, but I feel like that's that's so important. Because yeah. the even with family or friends that you've gotten kind of acquainted with Sometimes you get into the habit of being someone and, but like throughout that process, throughout that journey or through your own life journey, you've kind of changed, but it's, it's, it is kind of hard to kind of, you know, express yourself to others that I'm changing that I'm, you know, yes. so sometimes in a way like this, this whole experience too, is a way for even us to, yeah, it's a, it is a very clean slate. It's just me and you and the girls and the girls. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're coming too. Um, to really just, yeah, get off on the right foot and just, this is who we want to be, you know? That's right. So yeah, it's it's kooky. Uh and again, oh yeah, on top of that, what are we also praying? Yeah, we started another Pompeii novena, a fifty four day novena. That's been our go to yes. yearly and I think well I think for us that'll probably be our thing that we'll do once a year probably anyways because it's tough enough like it's just like slightly slightly hard to get it done because it's three rosaries a day but it's not too much no we can't do it so it's it's a really good balance of you know sacrifice and um devotion and i i like it there's something yeah there's something that works about it for our own experience it has always yielded something yes um 
it's not magical or anything, but maybe what the, the idea of just being devoted to it for such a long time. I don't know. And you kind of keep that with you, that that fire keeps on going afterwards, right? I don't know. Like it's it's always been a source of blessing for us. So I mean, all of this, it's one thing to have the the the, the desire to do good, or you know what to do good. You also need the power to do good, right? And you get that through prayer, which you have to do every freaking day. Sorry. Freaking day, <laughs> well, I'm I'm very adamant about this. One one thing that's been clearly no. Get this through your mind. No. <laughs> There's a reason why our Lord says it in uh, Matthew 6 in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. We need this every day. So I know sometimes I need to kind of drill that into my head as well. Like we're so concerned about sort of like our daily physical food, but do we at all pay attention to the more important spiritual food? We need every, this like every day. I know. I was thinking about it. I, I was I was really beating myself up because... I'm doing, I'm, I'm working on my Italian on Duolingo, the app. And I was just boasting, Oh, Joey, I'm on a 50 day streak. Like I did nonstop for 50 days. And then I, and I thought to myself, I was like, Oh, I'm not going to tell Joey. He'll be mad. But <laughs> I know you won't be mad, but no, I was I thinking, mad, but... what is my prayer streak? For sure. Not 50 days. I think I, I reset. I reset and I'm probably at one or yeah, since the novena. It's a big deal. Like, yeah, I will do my Duolingo before I do my prayer. All this is just to get, again, the fasting, and hopefully for us, it'll help us just get that priority straight again. Again, focus on the spirit. The body. We're not, we don't hate food, we don't hate alcohol, but it's just getting that right order, calming the passions, the appetites, which are just constantly working against us. So we want to come into Rome with that in mind. So, And if you could pray for us, of course, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Check us out on Patreon. Yeah, if you can pray, but you can also donate. That's that, also helpful. That That's a double. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's true. Patreon.com forward slash Roma's home. Facebook and somewhere. Facebook. I don't know the link, but Facebook type Roma's home. You'll find us. And uh, yeah, I'll post the pictures of our our, our apartment that we didn't get. Uh, the, the view from the balcony and the... Uh, Please follow us, pray for us. We love you. God bless everyone. Take care. Yeah.